Yo, <clears throat> welcome to the underground. A place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Where the word of God takes you to places where there's a void at in your life. Where growth is happening. Where your foundation is being laid and where repentance starts. It's the underground. Who am I? Just the voice of one calling out saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Let's go. Nehemiah 8 and 6 and Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen. Amen. Lifting up their hands, they bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. When we receive a word from the Lord, our answer should be, Amen. Let the church say, Amen. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. God has spoken. So let the church say amen. Let the church. Let them say amen. If you believe the word, let the whole church say amen. God has spoken. So let the church say amen. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. God has spoken. So let the church Say amen. No. Thank you, Lord. God has spoken. So let the church say amen.
Let the church say amen. That's what our response should be. Every time we hear the word, it should just be amen. We not debating. We not going back and forth. We saying that's what the word say. Amen. That's what God just said. Amen. Strap up, soldiers. Let's go. Amen. Where we going? Amen. What he said? Amen. Who to cut off? Amen. What sins to lay aside? Amen. What to live at? Amen. Who to marry? Amen. What ministry to be a part of? Amen. Who I give my money to? Amen. How much you want me to give? Amen. What I need to abstain from? Amen. That I mean, that's how God's people should be rolling. Let the church, God has spoken. And that's what we got to start moving like. People, God's people, we got to start moving militant in this thing. Everybody on one accord with what the word of God is saying. Man, shout out to Mr. Andre Crouch and Marvin Wayans. Man, that was a beautiful, beautiful song that you guys uh, did for God, man, for real. And that's how we should be. Let the church say amen. Love with that part. Can I get it? <laughs> Can I get it? Let's you know how we we always got to be uh extra with our uh ab lives, but I love it. <laughs> Can I get it? Hey, let the church say, man, man, I love that, man. It's just, man, we be doing too much talking. We be doing too much debating. We got talk shows in the church now. We making it like a talk show, asking what we think about the word. What you think? Man, look, we know what that word is saying. It just needs to be, amen. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We debating, got uh, what's up? We just got a whole bunch of worldly stuff going on. We got uh, church panels. What you think we should be doing with this generation? The same thing God said in uh, the, the word. We do it with every generation. It don't change. The word is everlasting. He the same uh, yesterday, today, and forevermore. He don't change. The word don't change. Just stay the same. We trying to change the word to fit our lives, but we need to change our lives to fit the word. Rewind. You want rewind there, God? You want me to rewind, rewind and say this again? Okay. He said, we trying to change the word to fit our lives when we need to change our lives to fit his word. Yeah, somebody should. I mean, God say post that somebody. Yeah. Well, what, who I put said it, God. Just put God. He said it. Yeah, a Holy Spirit or the voice. <laughs> but yeah, man, we need to be saying amen. Why? Because God has spoken. God has spoken. Man. And you know what God is speaking about now? He's saying, yo, the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. You know, God, God basically said, ain't nobody ready to grind. You know, I see y'all grinding for y'all, you know, worldly little goals. But when it comes to my kingdom, don't nobody want to grind. 
you know, we always talking about, I'm trying to get to the money. God say, I, don't, I, I need some people who really get to the kingdom. The laborers are few. Praise. We need to start praying that we get some laborers, get some people who ready to get on that grind, who they whole focus, they whole mindset is about the kingdom. They not worried about houses. They not worried about cars. They not worried about careers. They not worried about money. They not worried about who, who they friends and who they going to be dating or where we going to live at or vacations. They are on the grind for the kingdom. That's what we talking about. The harvest is plenty. God said, I don't got no, I need some people who ready to labor. You know what I'm saying? When I, labor when it comes to prayer. Labor when it comes to preaching. Labor when it comes to teaching. Labor when it comes to reaching. Labor when it comes to sharing. Labor when it comes to caring. Labor when it comes to being kind. Labor when it comes to being loving. I need some laborers for my kingdoms. Laboring. I mean, they labor for seeking out the righteousness. We need some laborers. Tell somebody and say, I want to be a laborer. Huh? Let's go to Matthew chapter 9 and verse 35. And we're going to read just a couple of verses. And I'm going to let y'all go because I know it's Friday. And I don't know some of y'all ready to kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Party on down to the... Y'all ready to just kick it. Just keep. I bet y'all like how he go saying, "Hey, let the church." And then, cause I'm crazy like that. Yeah, I'm crazy like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how he go saying that, and then go saying that. I'm crazy. But let the church say, "Amen." So, anyways, Matthew chapter nine and verse thirty-five. It says, "Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues." proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. We see right there, Jesus was a laborer. He was a laborer. He, he was out there. He, they say he went through all the towns. He was going everywhere, the villages, to the synagogue. Hey, wherever they want, hey, I'm coming. He was Everywhere he went, he was teaching. He was proclaiming the good news, went to the gym. Oh, I'm proclaiming that good news. Going to the store. If somebody talks to me, I'm proclaiming that good news. At work, on the side, if I got some Nicodemus who want to talk to me, I'm going to proclaim that good news. At school, I'm going to proclaim that good news. I'm teaching. I'm reaching. I'm preaching. That's what Jesus was doing. He was a laborer. He shows us how to be a laborer. Healing. Yeah, he praying for people, laying hands on people. That's what Jesus was doing. And what is he? Why, why was he doing it? Good, the good news for the kingdom. He was about the kingdom business. Tell somebody and say, I need to be about the kingdom business. Hold on, right quick. See, oh, I told you I love it when God give me these verses just off the top of the dome. See, when I be up in here, God be freestyling with me. Yeah, we just drop that beat and God just go. God just be going. I'm looking up this verse real quick, y'all. Hold on right quick. Give me some time. Say, take your time. Thank you. So y'all know, again, this was uh, when Jesus was a, uh, a missing child. You know, the uh, the Amber Alert came on. Because Jesus, they they couldn't even find him. Like, where is he at? You know what I'm saying? 
So let's uh we go we're gonna go back to Matthew chapter 9 and 35, but I want to read this real quick. It says and uh start at Ma- uh I'm sorry, y'all like what, what, what verse you at? Luke chapter 2. Let me slow down. I just be getting so happy, y'all. Luke chapter 2, verse 41. Let me slow down. Luke chapter 2 and verse 41. And uh so go ahead and go there real quick. And let me just read there. Because from a little boy, see, because I don't want you to think, well, I'm too young. Uh-uh. He was young and was about that business. He was young and was a laborer. He was young and grinding for the kingdom. Yeah, it's grinding season for the kingdom. Uh-huh. I say it's grinding time for the kingdom. I'm not talking about this worldly stuff right now. Uh-uh. Push that to the side. Y'all grinding for stuff that's go uh that, that y'all grinding for stuff that's gonna rust and pass away. We grinding for treasures that's up in heaven. You feel me? So 41, he says his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And he and when he was 12 years old, 12, y'all, 12 was on fire, was on just on on on, on point with it. So I don't want to hear all these excuses talking about you young, enjoy your life, or you young, you don't got to be too serious about that. That's a lie. Jesus tell us at 12 we can be about that business. Hey, you may be 12 years old right now. I'm speaking into your life right now. Man, go ahead and get on the grind for the kingdom. Don't even waste your life, man. Because when we look in the Bible, them, them kids was young. It was young people leading the way. Them disciples, it was young. They was young. God was calling young people to leave. You know, they had energy. They was on fire. They was pumped up. They don't get tired uh, quick, losing their breath. They was fit. You know what I'm saying? So if you young, go ahead right now and say, God, hey, use me, God. Yeah, just tell God just like that. God, just use me. I'm 12. Yeah, I'm 13. Yeah, I'm 10. I'm, a, I'm 11, God. I'm 9. I'm 8. I'm 14. I'm 15, God. 16, 17, 18. I'm jumping off the uh, porch fresh with it, God. Go ahead and use me one time. Yeah, you mind if I wear my Nikes, though, God? Yeah, God, say, go ahead and wear your Nikes. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, you mind if I wear my my uh, my look, you know, my skinny jeans with my shirt? Yeah, go ahead and wear that. Don't listen to these old people talking about that ain't, oh, man, look, they just want to keep wearing their big pants. They big, uh, they big church pants. You go ahead and wear what you wear. We ain't looking at the appearance. We looking at the heart. And if you on fire for God, go on ahead and let God use you. Yeah, go on ahead and wear your little high topic stuff. That's all good. We all right. We cool with that. As long as you preaching and teaching and reaching and sharing and can, we cool. Let's go. Hey, so verse uh 42, it said, and he and when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. 43. When they had finished the days as they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mothers didn't know it. So Jesus stayed back. So uh, <laughs> Jesus said, I'm 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 a, I'm a, I'm a chill. Okay. 44. But supposing him to have been in the company, they went a day's journey and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. 45. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem seeking him. Seeking him. You see what I'm saying? See, Joseph and Mary, they knew they, they were seeking him already when he was 12. They were seeking a savior already. You feel me? Uh-huh. Now, so it was that after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, sitting in the midst of the teachers. 
they found him after three days, just like the disciples found him after three days. And he was in the midst, you see what I'm saying, of the teachers both listening to them and asking them questions. See, when you're young like that, you want to be in the midst of people who talking about God. You don't want to be in the midst of drama. You don't want to be in the midst of foolishness. You don't want to be in the midst of games, violence, fornication, masturbation, pornography. Because, you know, we start off young with it. We jumping off the porch early with all that, right? Mm -hmm. But you don't want to be in the midst of that. You want to be in the midst of asking questions about who God is, listening to uh, elders talking about who God is, talking about their testimonies, talking about what God had done in their life. You want to be in the midst of that. 47, and all who heard him, was they was astonished at his understanding and answers. Yeah, God can give you so much wisdom at your age. You ain't too young for God to drop some knowledge in you. You ain't too young for God to drop some revelation in you. See, God can speak through anybody. Yeah, we got to come like a child to the kingdom anyways. So he giving knowledge and revelations to children every single day. You ain't too young to learn his word. You ain't too young to learn his statutes, his laws, his decrees. You ain't too young to learn about his righteousness. Yeah, and I want you to know people go be astonished, amazed by that. So go on ahead, trend off that. Yeah, 48. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I sought you anxiously. Sought you anxiously. If you seek him, you'll find him. Huh? I say, if you seek him, you'll find him. If you seek him, you'll find him. And he said to them, why did you seek me? Did you not know? that I must be about my father's business. That's what I want to get to. Jesus say, I was about my father's business. You got to be about the business of God. People got to uh, know about you and just know, oh, he about that business. Oh, man, yeah, he going to be talking about God if you go over there and talk to him. Oh, man, she all about God, bro. Don't even, don't even try her. Yeah, she about that business. You know, that's how people don't even come around you because they know about you about that business. That's how you keep foolishness around you because they know you're about that business. Again, you know, when you was young, you know, or when you was in school or when you was in the neighborhood or you was on the block, you knew who was about that business. You knew who not to mess with. Yeah, you knew who to pick on and you knew who not to pick on. Why? Because you knew that person was about that business business and so when you about that business yeah they know foolish people know not to come around you so be about that business be about the grind of the kingdom be a laborer about the business of the father so anyways back to matthew chapter 9 verse 35 9 35 all right y'all there all right well, here we go. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, I can feel it in the spirit. Y'all taking all day. Come on now. You all the way in Revelations. What you doing back there? You looking at the table of continents. You got to get in your word. 
Matthew chapter, I'm just with you. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. It says, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in the synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. Believer, when the last time you proclaimed the good news? How when the last time you shared that gospel with anybody? When, when the last time you told somebody they need to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand? When the last time you laid your hands on somebody and prayed for them? Well, I don't want I don't care where you at. When the last time you did it? We got to get on it. We got to be laborers. You feel me? All right, Matthew uh, 9, 36. He said, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were har harassed and helpless, confused and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. You know, if you're a shepherd, you got to be a laborer. You got to be laboring with compassion. Why? Right? Because there's people out there who confuse and helpless. We got a whole bunch of people out there confused and helpless. We don't got time to be lazy. We don't got we don't got time to be chasing after the world. All these people are confusing, uh, you know, helpless, being harassed by them demons, being harassed by that sin. That sin ain't taking no break. Them demons ain't taking no break. So why are we taking breaks? Why are we talking about we giving God a, we giving that religious stuff a break right now? Mm -mm. We got to be laborers. We got to be on the grind. We'll take a break when we get to heaven, right? Or whatever we're going to be doing in heaven. Well, they say we're going to praise God, but you know, you know, we, we really, really just don't know exactly what we, we don't know how it is. We ain't been up, you know? So yeah, we got to be grinding. We got to be on the grind right now. Matthew chapter nine, verse 37. Then he said to his disciples, that's you. Well, some of you who talk, you know, disciples. We gotta do a study on the disciples too. You know, because disciples, that that's a that's a uh, you know what I'm saying. We just don't be saying that name like that. So much is given, much is required. If you go call yourself a disciple, oh, it's, oh, it requires a lot. Okay. You're not a disciple just because you go to church on Sunday. Mm-mm. But he said, then he said to his disciples, so I'm talking to the disciples. You know who you are. The harvest is plentiful. The harvest is great, but the workers are few. He said, I don't got no workers. I need some workers. I need some grinders. I need some hustlers. Yeah, I said, yeah, you was a hustler when you was out there in them streets. I need you to hustle for this kingdom now. You was a hustler when you was on that stripping pole. I need you to hustle for this kingdom now. You was a hustler when you was on them corners. I need you to hustle for this kingdom now. You was a hustler when you was going to them, them jobs, clocking in, working doubles, working seven days a week. You was hustling. Now, when it comes to the kingdom, you want to be lazy. Nah, man. Nah, we got this thing backwards, people of God. We need to get on the grind. It's grinding season. Yeah, come on. Get on up. Ask God to give you some strength. Ask God to give you some uh, energy. Right? Come on. Maybe you need to stop eating all that junk food because you're tired too much. Maybe you need to start walking around the park or something. I don't know. Do something. But we got to get on the grind. He said the, 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 the harvest is there. The harvest is there. He said, but I don't got no workers. I, the business, I got, I, hey, I got a whole bunch of business for you. Yeah. God say, I got work. It's just people don't want to work. 
lazy, stagnant, complacent, content. You know what I'm saying? Don't want to don't want to just get on our grind. Cause look, you know why? Cause we don't we it, it's we don't see like the uh the fruit right away. See what I'm saying? I told y'all what the spirit of, uh, of the Lord was telling me about that. Why people don't want to grind for the kingdom? You see what I'm saying? Why people don't want to grind for the kingdom? Because we want our treasures. We're grinding for treasures down here. On, on on earth and not in heaven. Not in heaven. Matthew chapter 9 and verse 38, it says, so pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into the fields. So we need to pray. God, matter of fact, right now, God, please send more workers for us in this kingdom. Send more workers. Send people who working for you. They're not working for a, a platform. They're not working because they got ambition. They're not working so they can get a name for themselves. They're not working so they can get invited to preach. They're not working so they can get money. They're just working for you. Period. That's what we need, God. Give us some people with, who just want to work for you. They're not trying to work to be a bishop. They're not trying to work to be a pastor. They're not trying to work to take over the church. They're they not trying to work to get views. They're not trying to work to be trending. They're not trying to work to sell CDs, books, uh, uh, shirts, uh, and TV shows. And Lord have mercy what's going on. We need to just be working for the kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Where we at? Let's go to Matthew chapter 16. Six, Matthew chapter 6 Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 and 21 yeah sometimes I'll be getting my words mixed up and uh, you know I'll be saying you know getting tongue tied I just be so excited at times y'all but just bear with me you know you know I got that Moses complex going on I be like God I can't talk I be studying I don't be understanding words sometimes Matthew chapter 6 and verse 19, verse 21, it says, do not store up treasures. Do not store up for yourself treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. See, that's what we grinding for, for treasures on earth where thieves break in and steal. So God say, that's what my people are really grinding for. That's what they're laboring for, for treasures on earth but he tells us right now don't don't labor for that don't be trying to store up stuff down here on earth but we constantly laboring for stuff like that is it bad to have that stuff no but i'm saying our souls are tied to it i was we we just so in debt to it we so in love with it that's where all our attention go to that's why I, we love these things you know what I'm saying? So God's saying, don't, your treasure is in all these stuff. So you don't want to labor for the kingdom. 20, but store up for yourself treasures in heaven. Where thieves do not break in and steal. Where things do not get destroyed. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So when we're laboring for the kingdom, you see what I'm saying? 
when we're laboring for God, we're storing up treasures in heaven. And we're going to be able to get there one day. And so people basically, we just don't have no patience for that. Let's just be, we just like, man, ain't nobody got time for that. That's how we, we don't say it, but uh, we saying it with our life. We like, look, I, I need it now. We say, I want that now, God. Ain't nobody got time to wait in heaven. You see? I hear you talking about we storing up treasures in heaven, God, but uh, I need that. I need my, I need all that. I want that now. So we go labor for the world and we say, God, I labor for you. Uh, I don't know. When do we labor for him? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When do we really labor for him? Storm. So it's so check this out, young people. Say you start when you're young. Say you start when you're young, just storing up treasures in heaven. And say God just bless you with a long life and you stay grinding for the kingdom. Man, I love to see what you got in heaven. So you know what I'm saying? I really feel like, you know, revelation giving me like some people, you know, you might be going to heaven, but probably ain't going to have no treasures in them because you're not laboring. And then you may have some people, they go to heaven, hey, they may have some treasures up there. That's how I'm trying to be. I'm being real with you. I'm trying to go up there where I don't even got, like, I, I ain't no room because I got so much treasure up there. They like, hey, move his stuff. What's Who all who all this stuff belong to, God? It's like, oh, that's my son. He was down there laboring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was down. But so just, yeah, but just move it to the side. Yeah, I'm going to call him in a little bit. God, who all this stuff, who all these treasures for? Oh, that's my daughter. Yeah, she was laboring down there. Uh-huh. Don't touch it though, because that's for her. Yeah, that's for just for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you you down here laboring for the world. Yeah, you yeah, you accept the Christ and everything. And uh you may go to heaven, but uh you, you got one treasure. You got one treasure. Mm-hmm. One treasure, because you want laboring. You laboring for your house. You laboring for your car. You laboring for a vacation. You laboring for your 401k. How you know you go get that 401k? You don't know if you go wake up tomorrow. Yeah, just like that. You laboring for your investments, for your stocks, for your bonds, for your business. You laboring for your girlfriend. You laboring for your sugar mamas and your sugar daddy. You laboring. Okay, but you ain't gonna have no treasures in heaven. Just saying though. But I want God's people to have treasures in, in heaven. So that's why I'm saying, y'all, let's start storing up treasures in heaven. And how can we do that? Let's go ahead and start laboring. You know what I'm saying? For God's kingdom. Let's do what uh, uh Jesus was doing, you know. He was going around villages, teaching, preaching, proclaiming the good news, you know, telling people about the kingdom. That's laboring. Just everywhere you go, you getting tired. Ask God to give you some strength. Ask God to give you some strength. Ask God to give you some energy. Say, God, I'm tired though. You know, I'm tired of laboring. God is just He'll give you some strength. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Y'all, y'all getting if y'all getting tired. 
You tired? Matter of fact, uh, Isaiah 40 and 31 says, but they who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. That's you, laborer. You ain't, uh-uh. You at God gonna give you that strength. You, you gonna be running, laboring. You ain't finna be weary. You ain't finna be weary. And you ain't gonna faint. I speak that over your life right now. God finna give you some strength to mount up and keep on laboring for his kingdom. Why? Because you finna store up you some treasures. Don't worry about that car. That check engine light finna come on in a couple of years. Stop worrying about that car with that little crack in the window that you still haven't fixed. <laughs> Uh we so we've been procrastinating about the uh, uh craziest things, y'all. You know, we we'll procrastinate about like like you know adult stuff, but we ain't procrastinate by getting them shoes. We get them shoes payday. That 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 little crack in the window that can wait. That check engine light that can wait. My windshield wipers that can wait. Uh, what else can wait? That little leak in the, that can wait. I'm getting them shoes today though. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? But anyways, hey, so. Again, I just want to encourage you guys, hey, let's labor for the kingdom. Let's stop grinding for this worldly stuff. Let's labor for the kingdom. I have spoken so the church and everybody who's listening should be saying amen. Nehemiah 8 and 6 and Ezra blessed the Lord the great God, and all the people answered, Amen. Amen. Lifting up their hands, they bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. When we receive a word from the Lord, our answer should be, Amen. Let the church say, Amen. Let the church Say amen. Let the church say amen. God has spoken. So let the church <laughs> say amen. Let the church let them say amen. If you believe the word, let the whole church say amen. God has spoken, so let the church say amen. Lift your hands, lift your hands. God has spoken, so let the church say God has spoken to us, y'all. Thank, Thank you, Jesus, for talking. Has he has spoken to us. So let the church say amen. God say he's looking for laborers. But we saying amen to him right now. I just want to hear my favorite point, y'all, and I'm going to let y'all go. <laughs> Thank you.
Yes. Ah, my heart should just be singing amen to you. It's so blessing to have a desire to say amen to his word. Right? Right? Ah, thank you, God. <laughs> Everybody, come on now. <laughs> so let the church say, Can I get a Can you? Oh man, I had some fun with y'all today, man. Hey, y'all already know what it is, man. It's the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. And who was I? I was just the voice of one calling out saying, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. I love y'all, man. Y'all be easy. And guess what? Can I get it? 